Okay, hello and welcome to the Self-Centered Podcast. This is the first episode. My name is Avery and here's my guest. Hello, my name is Sydney, a part of the original Self-Centered group. Yeah, there was three in the original. We're missing Reed, who's in college in Chicago. I miss him so much. Okay, so to get started, I was thinking we'd explain the story of why we're called self-centered and mm-hmm. the man himself. That, the man himself. That gave us that label. Who will be called Ferb for yeah, Ferb. confidentiality. Ferb was an interesting man, that's for sure. Um, definitely glad I will never have to grace his presence again. It's a good way to say it. Yeah, I've been walking down the hallways and thinking I see him. <laughs> Any middle-aged man I see. Yeah. I Well, I definitely, I live in the same area he does. Like We are very close proximity. I am regularly at school to pick up my brother and there is so much fear that he will just pop out because i know he would come up and say hi and ask how things are going and i would have to go surprise things are going better without him yeah things are going way better without him that's for sure yeah so the story the exact story how i remember it of when he called us self-centered it was like he told us to teach the class he was supposed to be teaching yes and then I don't remember what I we remember what did. happened. So basically, it was me, it was Avery, it was Reed, the other original member of Self Centered, and then Mr. Pinkman, another confidentiality name, and uh, this other girl. And we were these like uh, student aides for this class. And basically, what he wanted us to do was like help these introduction to film kids with like a project. So we were supposed to like kind of guide them to the right direction. Uh, basically, what happened was we were helping this group uh record something um and it turns out we accidentally recorded while another group was supposed to be recording for them because that group never told us we were doing their job (laughs) um and that started a lot (laughs) like that pretty much started the whole thing uh so this day that we were trying to help it didn't go well obviously Uh, But we aren't teachers. To be fair, he didn't give us any direction. I mean, he just said, help them if you want. Um, And we did what we thought was helping. And instead of him saying, hey, maybe do this instead, he pretty much looked at us and went, oh, so uh, that's how we're doing this? (laughs) And we went, yeah, is that a problem? He's like, no, that's fine. And then the next day, uh, you can continue off with this, but do you remember what happened the next day? I don't actually remember. I just remember him saying, well, what you did was self-centered. Yeah, basically, the next day, he pulled all of us out individually, like, to tell us we were... Oh, I remember this. Yeah, he... um, I think it started with Reed, and then I believe it was you, Avery? I think it was Mr. Pinkman. Oh, was it Mr. Pinkman, and then it was you, Avery? Yeah. Well, this is when Mr. Pinkman, before he fell off, I would say. Yeah. He was kind of in his prime. He disappeared halfway through the school year yeah he went down a really like bad dark hole with some bad things i'd like to say was actually um ferb's doing Mm. like very like he actually got in trouble with the district i heard about that yeah but yeah basically before he fell off he was actually like a i would say around this time he was still a pretty decent guy like i still enjoyed working with him i would say um but yeah, he pulled us in one by one. He threatened to kick Reed out of the program. Yeah, he told every single one of us individually that if we encouraged Reed to keep being Reed, yeah, that we would be the reason he was kicked out. Yeah. I mean, okay, I love Reed. To be fair, he did do some things that he shouldn't have done. I think it was just Ferb's favorites yeah. could get away with a lot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But Reed didn't really understand that he wasn't one yeah no absolutely like ferb was like yeah you Uh, can't do that and he thought that he was joking yeah oh i totally agree with that because there's definitely other kids that could have done that have done the exact same thing probably worse yeah and gotten away with it i mean it's not i don't actually even know what he did other than like swear in class yeah he did a lot of that which honestly i was like dude (laughs) (laughs) can you not for like 45 minutes yeah 
but that that's just read. But I think like half the time Ferb thought it was funny and half the time. Yeah, that's what I not. feel like is like the behavior was originally encouraged because like it was like a big joke like, oh, read like he can't, you know, can't be clean. Like he's yeah. just this crazy guy. So it, it, I mean, tough for read. Like, oh, do I feed into this like joke and like have everyone like me or and then it's like Ferb was like, uh, actually, what you're doing is really bad. Yeah, but when when he decided that what he was doing was bad, he didn't really give him any chance to fix it, really. Yeah. I mean, he gave warnings, but they still felt like a joke. Oh, yeah, no. Until he was like, you're getting kicked out. Yeah, no, and that was crazy. I mean, he took Reed into his office and was like, I'm going to kick you out of this if you keep acting like this. And then he told all of us that. I don't know what he told you. But when I was pulled in there, he was like, you're a student aide and you have not done a single thing like a thing this entire year, Mm -hmm. which it was only a few months into the year. Yeah. And I also like to be fair, I didn't make any videos or like Mm -hmm. anything that he was fully aware of. Mm -hmm. I was working on the like fall film during his class, which didn't work out very well because I was with people who didn't agree with me. Yeah. So, like, during that time, it was just, like, really hard to do anything other than try and fix things that... Because yeah. I was in charge of it. So, it was... It went down to my opinion. So, I was trying to fix things that I didn't think were right. Mm-hmm. But he didn't think I was doing anything at all, I guess. Yeah, no. But I also, like, was nice to read. And I think... He didn't like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the thing. He did not like that we were friends with Reed. I was like, well, why don't you want us to be friends with Reed? Like, And even at that point in the year, we weren't friends yet. We just yeah. weren't bullying him. Which, honestly, <laughs> that's a big foreshadower to what happened to Mr. Pinkman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because, yeah, I mean, I feel like at that point... Because I became friends with Reed, like, right when the fall film started. Because we yeah. were on crew together. And we kind of joined in solidarity on not liking Mr. Pinkman. Yeah. Which, to be fair. At that point, he did deserve a little encouragement to be a better person. Who? But Mr. Pinkman. Mr. Pinkman. Oh, I agree. But I think once people started, like outwardly being like you probably shouldn't do things like that mm-hmm. which i probably shouldn't say what he was doing but no no probably not but, but like people would be like you probably shouldn't do that or they would be like i guess they would try and jokingly do it because that's less awkward yeah but then when ferb found out he um encouraged the i guess now bullying yeah a little too much yeah and then, yeah because i mean to be fair like it was not wrong for these people to be like, hey, buddy, don't do that. Because if you have, you know, 15 to 20 people telling you what you're doing is wrong, you should probably take a step back and think this is wrong or I should stop talking about this so people don't know about it. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you do in your private life. I personally don't really agree with what happened with Mr. Pinkman and Mrs. Pinkman. <laughs> but um, I, if I wouldn't have known about it, I don't care. I mean, it's your life. Yeah, I think, honestly, no one would have actually even known. Like, because they probably would have, like, just thought they were friends or siblings if they didn't make it so. I thought they were cousins originally. When they first, the first time I ever saw them interact was our junior year during Oliver. Um, I thought they were cousins, just joking around, didn't realize it was flirting. I feel like I heard that they were cousins at one point. I feel like I did too. Maybe I just made that up <laughs> to make myself feel better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But cuz that was at the time that um him and Mrs. X Mrs. Pinkman were dating. Oh, yes. And he was flirting with current Mrs. Pinkman, who by the way, I saw at Dairy Corner a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I'll tell that later. Current Mrs. Pinkman? Yeah, I saw her. Oh, yes. <laughs> but um I just so I thought they were cousins, and honestly, like, they were not, like, it was weird because they weren't, like, public about it, but they were at the same time. Like, they acted like they didn't know each other in class, but at the same time, it's all I heard about. It's all I saw. 
Yeah, I also think it might be because like high school. Yeah. Like just it just gets around. Yeah, absolutely. And you tell one person and then everyone knows. Yeah. Especially in the theater program, because no one's actually your friend there. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I, I mean, I there are some times where like I feel a little bad for him, but at the same time, it's kind of like I feel bad for what happened after. Like during, yeah. I was like, "That's gross. You should not be doing." Yeah, that. no, absolutely. I think it was, and I would like maybe I would say something to like you, like not while he was around, and be like, "That's well, weird." Yeah, that was the thing. Is like originally I felt really, really bad, but um, in reality, I was not the problem because I wasn't the one in his face being like, "I don't like you. You're gross." You know? Yeah, it was an adult. Like a yeah. teacher. Uh huh. Like we were all like self centered. I feel like our group, we kind of all solidarity didn't like him, but we like, you know, kept it to ourselves. We didn't like, you know, yeah. to his face be like, um, you're gross. <laughs> yeah, and like I think other kids did that, but then like Ferb, the adult, mm-hmm. um, encouraged it way too much. Like yeah. to the point where he basically dropped out of school yeah that was like couldn't come back yeah that was so what happened with that like i mean do you i don't know i heard about it i'm not i am not 100 percent sure but i'm pretty sure (laughs) that basically ferb Mm -hmm. the adult yes (laughs) was encouraging other students when they were bullying mr pinkman Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Pinkman um, left school, went to like uh, an inpatient to... place, mm-hmm. and then obviously that. his parents were like, a teacher was involved in the reason that yeah. my child is He's... now not in school and yeah. in like an inpatient mental. Yeah. No, that place. was. And. Then Ferb got in trouble, and he got a strike, which means that's closer to him being fired. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I don't know. Mr. Pinkman is a strange thing to talk about because it's like kind of insane how much changed with him in the span of like one year. Because like originally, like junior year, he was actually like a really nice. I wouldn't say he was a nice person. He was kind of like, you know, I would describe him as like kind of like the typical film bro who like thinks he's better than you and like is kind of like, yeah, like I just like do all this work on my own. I just like know this stuff and I'm just kind of like, okay, buddy. I think buddy. he was kind of like Reed before Reed got better. Oh, I, I absolutely agree. Him and Reed were very similar. <laughs> I think, I mean, he just, when I spoke to him, I knew he thought he was better than me, which was kind yeah. of like, I was like, listen, this is the best you're going to get in a film program. <laughs> Yeah. That's predominantly male, so we'll work with it. Yeah, I agree, but also he was better than me. Objectively. But I, that's because of Yeah. Ferb and his yeah. loving. And it's me. less of like I mean, I think at the time, like when we were juniors, he was probably like better than me or up to par with me. It was just kind of like the way he handled it. Cause like I I don't care if you're better than me, like that's whatever, but don't you know, try to mansplain everything to me. Like, I can edit my own video. I know how to do that. Like, if you want to give me advice on how to edit it, because you have, like, better techniques, that's fine. But the way he kind of spoke to me, it was very, like, condescending. Like, you know, when... I think he turned into Ferb. I think that was what was happening. Yeah, no, I agree. Because it's like, you know, when, like, men speak to you, like, and they kind of have that, like, soft tone voice, and you're like... You see me as less of a person right now, and it is yeah not making me happy. Yeah, exactly. And that's I feel like that was very him and Ferb, Mr. Pinkman and Ferb. Um, but like overall, I feel like as a person outside of film, he was pretty nice. Like he was enjoyable to like be around. I wasn't like you know this is miserable. Um, he was pretty easy to like work with like on sets. Like I I didn't you know find problems with that. It was just you know. Him speaking to me about stuff like that uh and then i don't know really what happened he just kind of started i mean i think the beginning was when the fall films happened and him and ex mrs pinkman broke up and he stopped going to things 
And yeah, because he was apparently the the entire issue, which wasn't actually the truth. I think everyone thought that he did everything bad, and then ex Mrs. Pinkman was like oh, totally in I, the right. I disagree with that. I have, really? Yeah, I think ex Mrs. Pinkman's a little crazy. I, I spent a lot of time with her um, around winter of our senior year. Yeah. Well, I think that people thought that Mr. Pinkman was oh, the I issue. Oh, I agree. I agree. But then he wasn't the entire issue. It just it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I agree. I think they were mad. both a little just crazy. I mean, I think Mr. Pinkman was a big issue, but I do think ex-Mrs. Pinkman was... She was her own person, you know? She yeah. She was a... Uh, interesting gal yeah anyway back to the what we were originally talking about the um the self-centered how it became a thing oh yeah um, um basically we all got pulled in those rooms and got told what you did was really bad you like ripped this opportunity away from kids which by the way this was a very small project this was probably like the fourth or fifth intro to film project i was like ferb yeah, kind of blowing this out of proportion. They could have filmed that in like twenty minutes. Like instead of spending like forty-five minutes individually talking to each of your student aides, you could, you know, um, just redo the assignment for them so they could do it properly. Like I don't know. Yeah, we I mean, it could bad. have been talked to as a group. Also, I agree. Like everything he said, he just repeated. Except for I think for Reed, it was you are getting kicked out. And yeah. then for the rest of us, it was Reed's getting kicked out. And then for me, at least, I don't know what he said to you, but uh-huh. he was like, you might get kicked out too because you haven't done a single thing. And I had to like be like, okay, you didn't know about half the stuff I did because you don't care about me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what he needs to hear. Yeah. I mean, for me, I feel like I went in and I was just like, he was like, Reed's going to get kicked out. And I was like, okay. He was like, you shouldn't have done that. And I was like, Okay. He was like, okay, just do work. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I mean, I was pretty, I don't know, I don't want to say privileged, but like, you know, it was really nice that he didn't hate me. <laughs> I think the hierarchy of self-centered was you were a favorite. Yeah. And then it went to me. Yeah. But no. Well, I think it it um, was me and Reed. We switched. I was going to say, places. I think at the beginning of the year, it was you, then Reed. But then I think at the end of the year, it was Reed, then you. Yeah. Well, just because- I think a lot of what I did in my entire high school career got um, Ferb to really not like me. And then as senior year went on, mm-hmm. I think he just thought I was lazy. I'm not going to get anywhere in life. So he gave up on me. Yeah. I mean... But Reed was gonna go to college for what he was teaching, so Yes. Oh my god, it was such a good feeling to win that film festival. Without Ferb? Without Ferb, without uh any other students, like with just self centered. Yeah. I was like and Evelyn, because I feel like Evelyn was kind of disliked by Ferb as well. I was kind of like suck at Ferb. Look at us. <laughs> yeah, basically. We I just mean, won this entire thing without you. Some of the people in that group were liked by him and liked him back. True. But I think that, I mean, to them, it didn't mean as much to win it without him. Yeah. But they still were part of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, we won it without him, so. Yeah, no, and that's what matters. And it was kind of nice to um win against some other people that oh, yeah. I-, I believe. The favorites. Yeah, that I definitely thought they were better than me. Like, you know. Because in high school, they were. Yeah. Well, in they were Ferb's eyes. Yeah, in Ferb's eyes, they were better than me. So it was really nice to kind of be like, suck it. Yeah, basically. You, know, uh, you don't have Ferb to, you know, give you the win. During the awards for that, did I tell you what happened? No, what They happened? were, before the last award, the, what's it called? Best Picture Award? Yeah, uh-huh. Before that award, they were whispering. They were like, okay, we're all going to go up together oh and we're going to do that. Like, you're going to say that. I'm going to say this. And then, like, I was like, they're planning for something that's not going to happen. And then we won. And it was like, I felt kind of bad for them. But I also felt like they were planning to win because that's all they knew. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's all they knew in high school was to win. So it was like, 
there you go. It was kind of nice, you know, yeah. to show that, like, I mean, because, like, when you do film with only one person, like, watching you do film and making the same person win, you kind of, it's, like, film is, like, so many styles, like, yeah. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's, you're not going to win every single time. And it was kind of nice to be, like, hey, the work we make is good just because we didn't win. Because Ferb didn't like it doesn't mean it's not good, you know? Yeah, Ferb encouraged bad acting, only comedy. Yeah. Basically, like, bad film, in yeah. my opinion. Like, oh, I, I agree. just thought most of the things that won in high school, like, was just, like, objectively bad film. I agree. I mean... That was praised a lot. No shade to read, but the Taco Bell Chronicles... Yeah, I did not. I was, like, mad when those won. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it was, I mean, I'm glad ours won at the end, but it's also because we put a lot of effort into that because I feel like the first, like, two, I would say, two or three, did not have any effort into them, and it was just one because it was people that were liked that were in it. Yes. And it was funny. And it was, like, it wasn't a fair, like, competition because, well... Now it's just people that... Sorry, that was my foot. Oh. People that are liked, you know. Yeah. I think that happened way too often. Um, I mean, I think... Maybe I'm biased. I think the last Taco Bell Chronicle deserved the win, but we also spent so much time I on that. I think because it wasn't Taco Bell. It was yeah. like... We added that at the Perito. end because it was the same... Or I think it was funny. It was like it a little Easter egg. It was the same egg. people, but like... The entire thing was not a Taco Bell film. Yeah, no, I agree. It was just like the last like minute was like, oh, remember this? Yeah, which I thought was fun. But I don't think that... But also, he wanted to win, and that helped. So, yeah. Even using that, even if it was what was... Even if it was bad, it was what was liked, and we wanted to win, so... Yeah, and we won, and you know, that's what matters. Um, But yeah, I really think it was... It was really nice to like get that kind of last win. I was like, this is, this is good. Because that was, like, what I was most scared of was going to that film festival and losing to the other people. Yeah. And then just having to, like, you know, just be like, okay. Um, but I really think we deserved the win. I mean, I think ours was really good. I didn't think we were going to win. That one was, like, That one was so much best. fun. Like, that was the best feeling. <sighs> it was a really good a afternoon. It was a really good feeling. I think it was nice to kind of, I don't know, probably like the last thing we'd ever do is self-centered, like project-wise. <sighs> I'm just glad it went that way. I think it was well-deserved for us. Yeah. I feel like Ferb also, maybe it was a little warranted, some of why he didn't like me. Mm -hmm. But other times, it was like, he was genuinely the problem. And oh, people would call him out. And he would, like... Basically, yeah. he was, like, the king, yeah. and he would, like, like, the year before we were seniors, mm -hmm. we, there was this girl who was, like, if I told the school board that you just said that in a class, you would be fired instantly. Oh, And basically, absolutely. he took away all of her privileges, and she kind of, like, stepped away yeah. a little bit mm -hmm. because of him, mm -hmm. but basically, I was promoted to, a, like, a higher-up position because... Yeah. She tried to stand up to Ferb. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there were plenty of times when he just said things and I was just like, y you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, um, like... A lot. I mean, I can specifically remember this one time and I won't say what he said because it was actually really, like, gross and, like, very uncomfortable. But, I mean, we were editing for our fall film and it was... It was me, it was Reed, I think it was Mr. Pinkman was there. This was when he was involved... And he just kept saying things about students, and it just it made me very uncomfortable, and I was like... I think it was a joke, but it was not a funny yeah, joke. Yeah, I don't think he, like, meant to, like, say that on purpose and, like, truly meant what he was saying. I just think the way he said those things, I was just kind of like, you need to take a step back and uh, think about what you're saying. Yeah, another thing, do you remember our junior year when these students made a video, and it was... It ended up being racist. Yeah, basically. wasn't Reed a part of that? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. That vaping but PSA? I don't think they really realized, like, what they were doing. I but, agree. Like, yeah, it I was don't... obviously wrong, and, like, the adult in the situation should have been, like, you can't post this. Like, 
you can't send this to a client. Yeah. Oh, I because agree. Because it was for a client. Yeah. And like someone in the class who was a senior while we were juniors. I remember. Was it, like, yeah. this is racist. And explained all the reasons. Yeah. And I was like part of it. Yeah. Because I, well, I was sitting next to her and I was agreeing. Yeah, I remember that. He also did not like me. But basically he pulled her into a room and was like, why did you say that? Like, why would you call me racist? But like, it wasn't him. He was like being defensive about it, I guess. Yeah. But like, she was like, no, this is actually racist and you can't post it. Like, I, it's already made, so you can't really do anything about that, but you cannot post this. And he was like, I guess we can't joke around in this department. Oh my God. And it's just like, like, sorry, you have to like respect people's identities. Like, sorry, yeah. that's such a crazy thing to do. you remember that time he said a slur, like, against, like, he said, I know what it feels like to be called this slur. <gasps> Because I played a gay person yes, yes. in a musical once or something. Yes. And oh everyone my God. was like, you do not understand. And he was like, well, someone called me at once. Okay, but yeah. it was an attack on your actual identity. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, that made me so mad. I mean, like, ugh. Ugh. I mean, okay, you teach a film class. Mo- majority of the people in that class are going to be gay. Like, yeah. I'll keep it 100. And saying that i was just like oh my god like it was just very like tone deaf like being like oh i know what it feels like to you know be gay because people have said slurs to me that you know regard that it's like okay buddy it's not how it works understand like Like, you literally don't understand you've never you're not gay like you you don't understand (sighs) i just don't think he should like think he knows what it feels like just because he was called a slur that doesn't pertain to him because yeah. like it pertained to a role that's yeah not who it you are. pertained to like a role that you were in so like you know you can obviously be like upset that someone called you like a slur but you can't you can be upset that they called you a slur but you cannot be upset in the way that you're like this affected my identity you know yeah like because it didn't affect your identity like that's not who you are like you know that was ugh, i've totally forgot that happened <laughs> yeah i think about that like daily yeah the other thing i wanted to talk about was the fall film oh my god like because didn't you have a film you were going to make and kane did yeah well um i can actually talk about this a lot (laughs) the so the way okay let me just like set like the things so there was me q-tip and kane and three of us were basically these like main directors that were going to do this fall film and the previous year they had done three directors in three different films and this year we were brought into Ferb's office and he was like you know we can take this multiple ways we can either have you know three separate movies we can have one movie like what do you guys want to do and we kind of all three collectively agreed we wanted to do just like one really good movie instead of you know three mediocre movies because the ones last year to be fair were kind of mediocre we agreed to do one movie because we, like, went through all of this, like, source material to find out the movie. We had just agreed that we all went to be a part of every step. Yeah. Like, we were like, okay, like, Q-Tip is probably going to be, like, the main writer. And, like, you know, I was probably going to be the main cinematographer. And Kane was probably going to be, like, the main editor, main, like, production designer. But we still wanted to all have, like, really big roles and everything, you know? It was just probably going to mm-hmm. have, like, one person take lead while the other people, you know, helped. That didn't really happen. Um, basically, what happened was, um, so I was like, you know, ready to write this script. You know, uh, Q-Tip and Ferb went behind our backs and kind of got an email one day that was like, "Hey, we wrote the first ten pages. You can do with this now." And I was like, "Oh, do you want me to write the rest?" Now we're gonna write the rest. Uh, and I mean, I think Q-Tip was praised a lot, definitely in the final like definitely during march like when the premiere was like oh q-tip did all of this work beforehand like q-tip was so selfless like q-tip worked so hard well you took this opportunity away from kane and i and i also did work over the summer i wrote an entire shot list with zero guidance from him um i read the script i gave notes i you know 
I was a part of it, just not, I was a part of it as much as I could be, you know? I mean, they didn't even apologize. They're like, we forgot to include you. They just were like, they just basically pretended like that was the plan. I was like, what? Why? Why is this going the way it is? I felt so bad for Kane. Because oh, absolutely. I, like, you still didn't get the same opportunities as Q-Tip did. But, but I still did a lot. But you still did a lot. And then Kane kind of, like, like, he didn't have to show up to everything because his role was not important enough. Yeah, he didn't even get to edit. He was on the same level as me, kind of. No, because, I agree. Like, like, I think, personally, Reed had a higher position than he did. Yeah. Which was surprising. Um, I was even surprised about my role, but mm -hmm. considering that Kane was on the same level as me, like, yeah, I like mean, he really was... did not think Kane was important in this. Oh, no, absolutely not. It was, I mean, I had to, like, fight to, like, you know, get work done. I was like, I will make this shot list, like. And yeah, I was just kind of, it sucked because it was a lot of, like, especially during, like, you know, the premiere and, like, all that. It was, you know, Q-Tip did all this work, like, over the summer. Like, Q-Tip worked so hard. I was like, okay, well, so did I. Like, who wrote the entire shot list that was, like, 180 shots, you know? Who, you know, did all this work for it, but, you know, under goes underappreciated. Especially, I mean, even during, like, the pictures... During the Emmys. You weren't at the Emmy premiere. Yeah, I was not... I didn't know about it until, like, the day of. Even during the pictures, it was like, you know... It was... Even during the whole thing, it was like, you know, our movie. A lot of Ferb would speak to Q-Tip. Like, this was our movie. Like, our movie won an Emmy. Like, let's get a picture together. Let's get a picture as the two directors. Like, and yeah. even during the full group pictures, <laughs> Reed was like, um, we should probably get, like, Sydney in the middle because she did a lot of work and... No one said anything. And it, I just, you know, it's kind of whatever. Like, the project's behind me. Like, what happened, happened. Um, But it definitely just showed a lot of, like, okay, why did... And this is... I don't want to, like, hate on Q-Tip so much. But also, like, why was Q-Tip given this opportunity when Q-Tip literally had another activity that he was doing the entire fall? I also think... Yeah. Ferb... Was like, he wanted to give opportunities to people who would do this as a career. And he knew that Q-Tip was going to be a doctor and yeah. not a film person. And like, Absolutely. you, Reed, Kane, like. Oh, especially Kane, yeah, like, who's literally in media production right now. Reed, who's literally doing film right now. I yeah, can't say so he, much like, for me since I'm not. But, th but that was the plan at the time. To, that was yeah. the plan at the time. Like, he fully just took away opportunities from people who were actually like that was their dream and gave it to someone who was just doing it for fun i agree and it was i was just like you know why give the director spot to someone who can't even show up to their pre-production meetings that was my thought like i i am here every single meeting like reed was there every single meeting kane was there every single meeting why are yeah, we he giving... also i was in the other activity uh -huh. It was marching band. Yeah. I think that's fine to say. Oh, yeah, no. He was center snare, so that he already had an important role in one of his activities. Yeah. Like, the important role, other than, like, a drum major. Uh-huh. And then he was given the important role in the other activity that he yeah, did. Yeah, like, he should have, I mean, I feel like Q-Tip would have shined better as, you know, maybe, like, an assistant director. Maybe, you know. Maybe they could have even called him a producer. Yeah. Like, it, like, maybe Q-Tip and Ferb could have been the producers. Agreed. And he, he would have still gotten a lot of credit. Yeah. No, that, that was what really upset me in the beginning was I was like, if this guy can't even make a commitment to go to his, like, if he has to leave his production meetings early, why is he in this position, you know? Yeah. I was just like... It also was... I don't actually remember if this is... A real thing that happened or if i made it up but mm -hmm. i feel like he also couldn't be at marching band all the time like he had to make sacrifices for both i agree so i did not understand why he was so important in both i agree like like he could have been important in one and still like been in and out but like it was just so it was hard for everyone else youtube should have sat down with himself and been like i can't do both of these things like at my full capacity, you know? Like, 
he should have picked one. He should have been like, he should have either stepped down from his marching band position or stepped down from his, you know, film position. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to, you know, do two, like, it's not a problem to do two activities. People do it all the time. But you have to realize you cannot do two extremely important roles. You need to decide which one's more important. Yeah, I was, I was in both. Yeah. And I could do it because I was not an important role in either. I think I could (laughs) have, even if I was an important role in one. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I feel like he could have, you know, been an important role in either and done just fine with the other one. It's just if you're going to be, you know, the main role in one and like, you know, one of the most important people in the other, it's like you need to, you know, take a step back and realize you're not giving people opportunity and you're, you know kind of like screwing everyone over i don't want to put too much blame on q-tip because the director of the marching band would not have been happy if he stepped down yeah and the director of the film theater i agree department yeah. would was... not have been happy he was kind of in a like a place where he couldn't escape but mm-hmm. he also honestly like these two adults yeah. since they weren't being the bigger person he could have been the bigger person and yeah. said i can't do both mm-hmm yeah, no, I mean, I didn't really have any issues with Q-Tip as a whole. It was just kind of like, you know, letting things happen around him that I was kind of like, you can stop this, but you're not. Like, yeah. you know, realizing he's writing the whole thing. Like, he could have stopped this and been like, what about the other people? But he didn't, you know? And, you know, And maybe... honestly, the, the, like, position he had in those people's, like, eyes, he could have said that and they would have maybe thought about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He could have definitely, like tried and you know honestly he probably didn't want to he probably wanted to do it all himself and honestly i don't blame him (laughs) like if you're given the position to do everything and get all the credit like why wouldn't you um but you know the adults should have been adults yeah i agree i think the problem isn't q-tip the problem is the way the adults set everything up and you know the the adults from marching band and film talked together multiple times i heard about it yeah um i don't um, know why either of them wanted to compromise yeah i know and it's like you're doing a high school level activity i understand it's important to you but you need to realize like you need to compromise you need to sit down yeah and both of these activities are important and these kids don't actually know what they're going to do yet Uh so it's hard for them to choose yeah when they don't know what they want to do in life i mean yeah maybe they want to do music maybe they want to do film they don't know yet, they so should they be should able to do both. Try both. I agree, but the adults just sat down and been like, "Hey, we need to realize we cannot give one person two extremely important roles. They should have compromised with that, you know." Yeah. And I don't know. I just don't think they were very good adults in that moment because it's like it's not like oh, I wanted to like not give him the opportunities that he was given, but it's like he should have picked and been like, you know. Yeah. I care about music a little more than I care about film. And I get it, like, not knowing what you do. I mean, I still don't know what I want to do, and I'm out of high school. I mean, it's impossible to choose what you want to do the rest of your life when you're 18, you know? The whole program, I think, is extremely flawed, the way he teaches. It's very... I mean, the way the program works is if you're not doing... If you're not dedicating all of your free time to film, you're not going to learn it. Because the class itself doesn't teach you anything, I'll be honest. It teaches you, like, the basics. You can learn bare minimum with it. But if you're not doing, you know, film crew for something or you're doing, you know, film camp, you're never going to learn. Yeah, I also, one, I think junior year, mm-hmm. after, like, at the end of the year, Ferb was like, okay, raise your hand and tell me what you liked about this class and what I could do better. And I mm-hmm. really wanted so badly to do film or like something in film as a career so I raised my hand and I said how do I learn because I know that the people who already know stuff they had to learn somehow it was not in this class and since they know stuff you're continuing to teach them yeah but the people who do not know or are not your favorites so you didn't teach them outside of class yeah they're stuck where they are. Mm-hmm. So, like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And he was like, um, I don't really agree with that. And basically, it did not help. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, if you weren't, you know, dedicating your life to film, 
you know, in high school, you weren't learning anything. And, you know, I mean, like, this from personal experience, like, I did pretty much everything you could do with film. So I learned. But there were so many people in our studio class that, you know, because it was just so difficult because there were, like, people that knew how to use the really nice, expensive cameras. And there were people that didn't. And there was never time given to teach these people how to use them. And you were only taught how to use them if you did like the fall films yeah and then the people who knew were the ones that were chosen for everything to use them yeah no one that didn't know how was ever chosen to do anything basically yeah no i agree i mean and And i don't want to say that i was never an issue i had like a lot of mental health things Mm -hmm. that prevented me from like speaking up and being like i want to make this and you're helping me yeah but he could have been the teacher and said i see that you're struggling to make something or you don't know how to do this yeah can i teach you or like yeah even if he didn't say can i teach you he could have given me access to like the things to use and he thought he was i guess Mm -hmm. because he was like well we have this cabinet of stuff but you could not take out any equipment that you weren't trained on yeah. And I wasn't trained on any of it, yeah. so I was stuck not knowing a single thing and not being able to ask Absolutely, for help. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just think the whole class itself was flawed because you went into your studio class right from your intro class and it was, okay, you remember and you know everything, right? And it's like, no, if you're not dedicated to film, you're not going to remember all of like the stuff you learned in intro, you know? I don't even think I learned anything in intro because it was COVID. Yeah, that's probably a big thing. I was, my first studio year was COVID. No, my intro year was COVID too. Well, yeah, freshman year. Yeah, it was COVID. That definitely, yeah. And the only reason I learned is because I was lucky enough to have Ari on like my film camp team. <laughs> she taught oh, me yeah. how to use the black magic. I For film camp, I think I was starting to get up there. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I thought this was important, but I was makeup. And I was, like, Constant. I forget what it was called. I think it was an assistant director, but oh, I don't yeah. think it was called that. UPM, maybe? I don't really know Something what it was like called. That. But it wasn't with, for, my mentor was Joey. So oh, Joey yeah. learned that I was good yeah. and that I wanted to learn and everything. Uh-huh. But, like, since Ferb was not there, mm-hmm. he just had no idea and... Yeah, notice how everything that we enjoyed was without verb. <laughs> yeah. Film festival, film camp. Oh, I agree. I mean, I I only really enjoyed film when Ferb wasn't there. Like, that's why I liked the fall films. Is, yeah, Ferb was there, but Ferb wasn't telling me what to do. It was um my mentors, Kaylee and Nick. Yeah. And... They were okay mentors. Kaylee was really, really nice. Sweet lady. Nick had anger issues. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Maybe he thought he could do that, because that's how... Definitely, like, Ferb was too busy dealing with the actors, because that's really all he cared about. But I really got to do, like, what I wanted to do, and that's, like, probably the times I enjoyed it most. Yeah. Was I... not having, like, Ferb breathing down my neck, like... During the entirety of fall films, I was, like, constantly panicking, mm-hmm. because... When I was told to do the makeup, because I was the, what's it called? Makeup designer? Yeah, the head makeup. Yeah, so. Were you also head costumes too, or was that someone else? I was, yeah. Okay, you were costume hair makeup. Um, but every single time I was told to do something, Ferb was breathing down my neck, oh my like, watching me do it, and I can't handle that, and he knew I couldn't handle that, because he had talked to me about how I'm different than the other students, like, yeah. and he would be like, yeah, you, you aren't like the other ones, and I will help teach you yeah. in a way that you can learn. No, you never did. And basically, I don't know if he forgot or if he didn't care at that point, but he would kind of ruin my chances of making anything good Yeah. during the makeup situation yeah. because mm-hmm. he would be staring at me, and I would be so anxious that I would mess up. Or not even mess up, just do something in a way that he wouldn't. Yeah, and then he would get mad. Absolutely. I mean, that was, like, I would say some of my best memories from film camp is when we were in our training days when Ferb was not there. Like, he just wasn't there at all, and we just got to 
I got to spend time with my film crew who were so nice. I miss them dearly. Um, but it was like actually fun. Like, and I mean, obviously we weren't making something like amazing, but it was like less stressful. Sorry, that's my chair. It was less stressful and like Nick and Kaylee were just, you know, understanding. They were helpful. It's just, you know, when we got into that like verb takeover that I was like, yeah okay i think i honestly would want to see him be fired but i also i don't know if he put this in my head or if like everyone else thinks this Mm -hmm. or anything i don't know but i honestly think that he made it so that everyone was so afraid that if he was gone everything would be gone i agree but then i think about it like the other school in our district had a, a director and it wasn't Ferb yeah. and everything was still good. Yeah. Maybe even better. I agree. I mean, So, yeah. like, I always think about, like, I could still tell the district, like, half the things he did because, I mean, like, I have half the things he did in my head. Yeah. And I have people that will back me up on uh, it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I hope he students. got humbled when he lost his room, his building. Oh, yeah, of course. And he can't act the way he acted when administration can walk by as often as they can. Yeah, absolutely. He, Which... can, he can't say half the things he said. Oh, no, absolutely. And it's like... I feel like in the beginning when you first meet Ferb, you're like, oh my god, this is like some crazy teacher who like has no filter. Like he's so funny, he's so down to earth. And then you know you get to know him, and you're like, this guy's literally just like insane. I just, I don't know. I hope, I hope he gets humbled. I hope he realizes what he's doing is. I bad. thought I was gonna be the humbler because even freshman year, when I got, um. Not formally kicked out of theater. Oh, yeah. But, like, partially kicked out, like, basically pushed away Mm -hmm. by this other person named Josh. Mm -hmm. And basically, I wasn't the issue. It was another student, but I was roped into it and basically kicked out. Mm. And my, I, like, had panic attacks, like, every day until my mom was like, this is not something that would ha- that has that can happen yeah. and told Ferb because Josh was Ferb's employee basically. Yeah. And basically Ferb was like it's not my fault and I'm not going to fire this guy and like there should there's probably a reason it happened and you're just playing the victim basically. Yeah. Or at least that's what it felt like. I mean that's basically what he says anytime you like have a concern with something or you tell him what he's doing is wrong he basically tries to like manipulate it into being like it's not my fault you're the problem yeah it's also like i feel like he encourages that especially since he hangs out with students outside of school oh yeah i feel like it's like he he decides if you're the issue and or if the other person's the issue i agree usually if he likes them you're the issue if he liked you the other person's an issue yeah you like it's not even like he's not even like listening like hearing you out it's like if he has just golfed with the person you're arguing with you are the problem no matter what yeah literally and he like oh i forgot what i was gonna say and some of the students he hung out with weren't even good people i'll be honest like i didn't like some of them i didn't like almost all of them. them yeah and even, like, some of them who don't like him, mm-hmm. they did it to be higher up in the program. Yeah. Like, Q-Tip's counterpart. Yes, Q-Tip's counterpart. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Um, he is a really good guy. And he like just hung out with Ferb. Cotton swab. <laughs> yeah, cotton swab. <laughs> he just hung out with Ferb to basically get like opportunities which is a good idea if you have that opportunity to get more opportunities yeah i would have done it but oh yeah i I would i think he didn't like that i i don't remember the full meeting because it was freshman year Mm -hmm. but 
I think he said you could have came to me and not gotten your mom involved. Like, that's insane. Like, okay, I'm 14. Yeah. And you're like 45. Like, yeah. I don't, it's I can't normal. come to you. Yeah, it's normal for you to be uncomfortable to speak to someone you probably barely knew. I mean, what was this like, what, winter of freshman year? Yeah, I was like, probably. It was right before COVID, so, like, February, maybe. It's like, you don't even know this guy that well. It's like, you've known him for what? And when I met him... Six months, maybe? He would... I was, like, a jumpy person. I was also, like, selectively mute that year. Yeah. So, like, he would talk to me, and I would, like, whisper to him or, like, be scared when he would scream to my face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, you're not like the other students. He said this to me. He said, oh, I'll be more, like, quiet when I'm, like, speaking to you, because I was, like, that's just who I, I was just afraid of the loud. Yeah, no, absolutely. And he was, he, like, understood that until he didn't care anymore. Yeah, until he found other students he wanted to hang out with more. And I think that's the thing, is, like, you know, when you, you never see other teachers be best friends with students, you know, until they graduate, because that's, like, you know, that's what happens, is, you know, when you go to school and you have someone as your teacher, you're not going to, like, be best friends with them. And then when you graduate, you know, you can talk with them and be like, hi, like, yeah, like you're a good teacher. Like, I'd love to, like, I, hang out with you. Every teacher had a private Instagram. They didn't give out their numbers. Yeah. Like, but Except everyone had Ferb's number. Ferb, yeah. Everyone had Ferb's number. Like, everyone hung out with Ferb, like. Outside of school. Uh-huh. And it was just, like what yeah it was like this is not appropriate and I, like, yeah absolutely. i think he could use his own child being in the school that's what like, i think yeah age, as an excuse as like maybe they're just hanging out with her or but like there was a lot of like i know you weren't hanging out with all like eight or nine like senior guys with yeah. your daughter too Who's like a junior yeah like i know they weren't all hanging out like but i don't know I just think the whole thing, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think moral of the story, we're not self-centered, but absolutely that's not. the label we and were that's given. That's what he thought, and that's what we were told probably the entire fall. I think, I mean, honestly. Honestly, he believed that the entire year I after agree. that. He just, I mean, honestly, and like in my opinion, we were the bad guys until Mr. Pinkman came around and did something worse and then he could just like shift his energy. Yeah, and to honestly Mr. it was still his fault. Absolutely. Like, he created all the issues that came back to him. I'm just glad that it's all over. I agree. I really I'm glad that part of my life is over. Sometimes I like think about it, I'm like, wow, I cannot believe I went through that and let that happen to me. Yeah. And it's like, it's so much nicer now that it's over. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So I think it's time to yeah. get off. Thank you for watching Self Centered. Yeah, Thank we appreciate listening. it if you got this far or if you skipped this far. That's mm -hmm. okay, too. It's okay. <laughs> you don't know our real life, so it's probably not as interesting as it is to us. Yeah. <laughs> but it's chill. Yeah. And we had fun. Exactly. So um, thanks. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye.